It's my audio middle finger to Luke. <laughs> <laughs> Introducing your hosts, Kevin Ronecker. Hops, hops, hops. Hoppity hop, hop. Hops in my belly, <coughs> hops in my beer. And special guest, Nate Utt. Welcome to Sauced on Beer, Bourbon, Barbecue. I'm Kevin, your host. Uh, episode 10 here. It's just me today, but I found a pretty awesome guest. Um, I'm pretty excited to introduce him to y'all. Um, I'm going to introduce Nate. Hey, Nate. How's it going? Uh, Nate is our resident whiskey expert. False. True. Um, <laughs> when I talked to Nate a few weeks ago um, about coming on the show with us, he's like, don't don't call me your expert. I'm like, but you're <laughs> our expert, you know? I mean, we, we've told you guys listening that this is kind of our, our journey through bourbon, beer, and barbecue, and we're nowhere near experts, but Nate's always got a lot of knowledge, and he'll text me when I say something wrong on my show. <laughs> but, hey, you should actually say it this way. I'm like, oh. Okay, so sorry, Nate. Thanks. No, sorry. Thanks for that's a, that's us. the technical gene in my body that I can't that's subside right. sometimes. That's all right. We're we're happy to have you. So, Nate traveled all the way from the greater state of Texas to come join us. Um, yep, just for you. Just for me. Yeah. No, I mean you have family. You well, and yeah, your of wife course. have family, and it's Christmas. And, and I was born and raised in St. Louis. Yeah. That I mean that helps too. Yeah. So. Yeah. So this will probably come out in. January. I'm okay. just thinking turnaround time and all that kind yeah. of stuff. So you're just up here for Christmas and all this. By the time this comes out, you'll be back in Texas and yep. all that fun. Yeah, I call it the bourbon capital of the world because you guys have like real bourbon down there. I mean, there's Kentucky, but right. I mean, if you want to get a good Kentucky bourbon, you come to Texas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So just kind of getting to know you, Nate. So our listeners have an idea why you're our whiskey experts. Um, you and I, we met. In college, right? Um, your wife and I took a lot of classes together for right. teaching. Right. Um, I was also taking classes for teaching, but, but I was were, on the secondary. Yeah. You all do elementary. Yeah, I was we secondary, were the so kids. right. Um, <clears throat> and we had a couple history classes together. Yeah. Um, Good old Doctor Butler. Yeah, throwing shoes at people. That's right. Um, but we didn't know much about whiskey or anything not at like all. that cuz like i've said in past podcasts we went to a baptist college and yeah the baptists don't drink well not in publicly yes yes <laughs> um so Nate and i were we we've been we've been friends for a while but yeah. i didn't know Nate that you were into whiskey and all that kind of stuff um funny story we were i was getting ready to watch the winter classic the blues were playing the blackhawks last year Go and yeah, go boost. Um, I'm sure all of our Nashville friends will be very happy <laughs> about that. Um, and I was just going through Instagram and I saw this account that I had been following because um, I just kind of started following some bourbon accounts. Post a picture of them sitting in front of their TV with a Schlafly Pale Ale in the middle of Texas watching the blues. And I just started. Yep. You know, I, I think I left a comment or something about, you know, let's go blues and all that kind of stuff. And I looked at the profile and said, hey, I'm Nate. And I'm like, 
okay, I know somebody in Texas whose name is Nate. And then I think our wife started talking because yeah. they were, what were they doing? Beachbody. Uh, Beachbody fitness yeah. and 21-day fix thing and yep. all. So, and then they started talking. And then you and I were like, oh, my goodness. Like, we have this awesome thing that we share for bourbon. and Right, yeah. So, like, the crazy longest story, now we share our love of bourbon. And That's right. And we all that uh, fun. It's funny because I think I tell this to Lindsay all the time. Like we knew each other in college, and, mm-hmm. and but we weren't like like friend, yeah. like we weren't yeah. like good friends. We didn't, we didn't hang out. In we the never same hung time. out yeah. or anything. And um, but now I th- it's funny that you know we're five years removed yeah. from college and we're better friends than we ever yeah. were. <laughs> so yeah. we talk all the time now. So yeah, it's funny. So I have to start before we start diving into a little bit more. You brought me an Eagle Rare pick. I did, and yeah. I am. Enjoying some regular Eagle Rare and then an Eagle Rare pick from WB Liquors. Mm-hmm. I think this is their spring pick and, of 2017. Oh my goodness. I've never had an Eagle Rare pick. I mean, it's like two amazing, different, like it's almost a completely different taste than the original Eagle mm-hmm. Rare. Yeah. But it's got the same notes and it's just, it's so good. So thank you very much. Of course. I'm glad. I'm glad um, could, you could try it. Yeah. And you were over there. You got to try some of the Heaven Hill Green Label six year. What did yeah. you think of that? I really enjoyed it. It's a it's a great Heaven Hill product. Um, I mean, you have all your Elijah Craig's. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I like this better than um, what I remember from the Elijah Craig's. Elijah yeah. Craig makes a great product, but this just this kind of staple cheap Green Label Heaven Hill product is um, it's really good. I, I, hate- I really would like to try the Bottled and Bond. I hate Someday. that it's only available in Kentucky. Yeah, they know what they're hiding Those over jerks. there. <laughs> uh, I have Alex has family that lives in Kentucky, so every time he goes on to visit them, I'm like, Alex, I'm now going to need you to buy me a green label and a bottled and bond. Um, you can keep the white label. I'm not too thrilled with that. Uh, yeah, and this the white label is available in other states. If I believe. If I, I believe so. I've, I'm yeah. pretty sure I've seen that in Texas before. But the green label, I mean, that's you can't beat the price on it either. It's like nine bucks a bottle, ten bucks a bottle. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Much better than the um, the Jim Beam bottled and bond. That is also really cheap. No. <laughs> yeah, I know you're a big fan of that one. I I was not a big fan of that one. I um, no. It was funny. We had um, my birthday was at the end of November, and we yeah. had group of people over some friends from church and different people um who all know i'm a big whiskey fan and they a bunch of guys will come and we'll hang out and we'll i'll bring out you know what i have mm-hmm. and everyone will try stuff and but i used up that that entire bottle of uh jim beam bottle and bond just making old fashions for really? all the guys that were there and i was so happy to get rid of it <laughs> alex i think alex is the one that likes it yeah more than i do yeah um i had it it's it's no Henry McKenna. That's but, correct, uh, sir. It is no Henry McKenna. So, Nate, you love bourbon, I do. obviously. Where did you get your start in bourbon? Well, I actually, um, I used to be a big beer guy, and I still am. Um, but um, pretty early on in my, um, since I've been able to drink, since I've been 21, because um, I never drank before I was 21. Right, because um, it's illegal. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Before we, uh, I don't um, think you can incriminate yourself. <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, I was a big beer guy. Um, 
really love IPAs and strong ales and ales and pale ales. Um, I, I I like all beer stouts. I like you know a good stout, a porter, um, whatever it may be. Um, I don't drink a whole lot of lagers. Um, so you're I, the exact opposite of me, pretty much. Yeah. Um, although I did have um, at Christmas, my brother brought some some urban chestnut mm-hmm. beer. Um, we had the Zwickle. Zwickle. Oh, yeah. That was good. That's a good one. That's good. And then he brought a citywide pills. Okay. So that's a four hands. The four hands, yeah. right. I knew one of them was Urban yeah. Chestnut, one was four hands. Those were both really good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, but I don't drink much of like your, you know, your typical, your Bud Lights, Budweiser's. Mm-hmm. Every now and then, like if it's a hot day and I'm barbecuing or something, yeah. I'll go grab a cheap six pack of Pabst. Oh, yeah. Because I can dig a Pabst. Yeah. But, My um, father in law says that's crap beer. <laughs> Okay. They did win a blue ribbon. So. <laughs> when did they win that blue ribbon? Uh, it was at the the Chicago World's Fair. Yeah, was um, it like nineteen oh seven? Early nineteen hundreds. Yeah, because yeah. it was before the St. Louis World's Fair. Okay, so nineteen oh four. So it might have been nineteen hundred World's Fair. Um, I'd make a Cubs joke, but you know, <laughs> they were they, actually good. They won then. the World Series, yeah. and yeah. Okay, moving on. Yeah. So, favorite bourbon. Well, we were kind of talking before the show, and I, I asked you, you know, like, are you ready for that question? And you're like, I've got a detailed answer for it. And I think any person that really enjoys bourbon can't just say, this is my favorite bourbon. I would agree 100%. So go ahead with your – Yeah, and so moving on real quick to finish that other part. Moving on from beer, um, started drinking Jack Daniels, Tennessee Honey, and, and the regular Jack Daniels right after I got married. Um just every now and then would make a Jack and Coke or whatever, mm-hmm. and we'd keep a bottle of Tennessee honey in the house because my wife liked it and I liked it. It was really sweet, and now it's disgusting for mm-hmm. me. But, um, and so that kind of just progressed, and then I then I bought a bottle of – when we moved to Texas, I bought a bottle of Gentleman Jack and was like, this is, you know, you know it was really good, and I would mix it and, and you know, make whatever else. And um, my first um, – probably three years ago now, I bought my first, like, actual good bourbon – uh, single barrel. I bought four rows of single barrel okay. on a recommendation from a friend, and I fell in love with it. And from then, I started following all these people on social media yeah. and getting into it all, and just went down the rabbit hole that is bourbon. Oh yeah. So um, it's a very deep rabbit hole. It is. It is, and it just um, it gets deeper and deeper. It's no yeah. end. But uh, it's been a great journey so far. And and back to your question, my favorite. Uh, like you were saying, I do kind of have a detailed answer because I don't think I can just have one favorite. I think there's different kind of categories of bourbon. Um, so probably my my favorite one to keep on the shelf is, you know, kind of a staple everyday drinker is the Four Roses mm-hmm. uh, single barrel because $30, $32, you can't beat that for what it is. Do you have a favorite yeast strand? Um, I've had... I've had a few of them. I have two uh, store picks at home right now. I have an OESK, which is their uh, their bold spicy yeast strand, okay. the K, um, and then I have an OESF, okay. which is a a very floral uh, yeast strand, and those are both great. Uh, I think I like the F better, um, but those are both OE, which is their high, which is their lower rye mash bill. Mm-hmm. Um, their their regular everyday single barrel is the OBSF. I'm sorry, OBSV, not F. 
uh, the OBS V, which is uh, which is their thirty five percent rye mash. The OE is their twenty twenty percent rye mash. So and it's funny because you've always tried to get me to go back to four roses. I had I had the biggest I don't know if call it a vendetta or just grudge against four roses. <laughs> I I took two bad tours there, and you've always been like. Just do it again. Just try it and all that. And I, I bought that small batch barrel. Right, the small batch and is great. I'm starting to come around to it. I need yeah. to start getting into some picks and all that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, they can be a little pricey. Yeah. You, can get, you can get it for the right price. They're worth it. Um, like I have one I bought in Texas at one of our local liquor mm-hmm. store chains in Texas, and it was sixty nine ninety nine. Okay. Um, and I have one here I found in St. Louis last year around the holidays, and it was fifty five. And okay. so that is the lower end of the of the yeah. spectrum for the, the the single barrel picks, yeah, uh, for four roses. Um, but they're great if you can get. I I hope one day I want to have all ten recipes. I saw. Do you follow Tim Gunn, Timmer Gunn on Instagram? I don't know. He got all ten recipes yeah. and was trying them all. Yeah, that's and great. That'd be amazing. Yeah, I've seen I've seen I've seen that a lot on social media before. Yeah. People they'll have all ten of them lined up and then they'll also have like some of the limited edition yeah. whether it be uh, like Elliot's Elliot Select. Elliot Select from last year yeah. or the different small batch limited editions. Which I've tried I tried Elliot's last year. Yeah. Um it was good. It's an OESK. It was a fourteen year OESK and it was it was really good. Yeah. Um I also tried the twenty sixteen limited edition or the small batch limited edition. Um and that was really good as well. Have you had that Al Young? I have not had the Al Young. I we were out yesterday uh, shopping for bourbon. Mm-hmm. Alex and I were going out um, just seeing what we could find. Right. And we went to one of the local liquor stores. They have a bar in it, and then uh, they had a bottle of it. And I was like, "Oh, cool! Like, how much is it for a sample of that?" And he's like, 40 bucks for two ounces." I was like. Oh, cool. That's great. Keep that on the shelf. I'm not paying that much. That's a bottle of bourbon. He's right. like, I'll cut you a deal. I'll give you a one-ounce sample for 20 bucks. <laughs> that's not a deal. I was like, no, that's not. That's just basic math. <laughs> that doesn't even make sense. So, Yeah, it's um, it's funny. One of my favorite places to go out for a whiskey drink in Texas is, is, a, is a chain – of bars that are based out of Austin, Texas. They're called Whiskey Cake. Okay. Um, and they have like three hundred something whiskeys on the show on their on their on their in their bar. It's just crazy. They have pretty much everything. Every time I go there, right now they they're stock full of Rock Hill Farms, okay. which I can't find anywhere yeah. in the store to buy for myself. But they're it's funny because their pricing on Rock Hill Farms is nine dollars a pour. Or they have other bottles that cost less than a Rockwell Farms does retail, and they'll be like twenty dollars a pour. Oh my For goodness. instance, the Old Forester nineteen twenty, the yeah. Prohibition style, is twenty two dollars a pour at this wow. bar, but Rockwell Farms is nine dollars a pour. So every time I go there, I get Rockwell Farms because yeah. it's fantastic. Yeah. But they also have all the B tacks. They have all the pappies, and they have pretty much everything you could ever want. They're chock full of of rare scotches as wow. well. But they're like to get a, I last time I was there, I really wanted to get a pour of George T. Stag. Yeah, it's forty five dollars for an ounce and a half. And I just can't bring myself to do it. No. Or I mean, they're like Pappies. They have uh, Pappy twenty three. They want one hundred one hundred and fifty for a, an ounce and a half pour. I think the Pappy twenty. It's they, not like you can even share that. It's not like right. you can be like, hey, go half in on this with me. Yeah. Here's a straw. You know. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, but there's there's so much good bourbon out there oh, yeah. that's affordable for everyone um and that's kind of where i i stick to yeah so besides the uh, four rows of single barrel i really enjoy the weller products mm-hmm. from buffalo trace um, and 
because you're in the Texas land, you exactly have a wide yeah. like literally, uh, and everyone in in Nashville and beyond can listen. Uh, I walk into any liquor store anywhere in the Houston area, and there's at least ten or fifteen or more Weller Special Reserves on the shelf every day. I saw one in the wild yesterday. Really? Yeah, for like twenty bucks. Huh? Yeah, the normal price there is seventeen ninety nine for a Weller Special Reserve. Um, the Weller 12s and the and the OWA, the old, mm-hmm. old Weller Antique, are are harder to find, yeah. just just like they would be anywhere else. Um, but those are like seasonal, yeah. kind of when they when they release the release the the batches. So yeah, I'm, I'm slowly limping through the bottle that you got yeah. me. Uh, yeah. What was it this summer? So uh, when you come back up next summer, yeah, I, and I was uh, I was lucky enough to get um, I have a, a non chill filtered store pick of Old Weller Antique at the house. Yeah, um, so got the news got out that this liquor store on the east side of Houston got a pick in, and the news got out on the um, on the social media feed yeah. down there for Houston, and um, within 24 hours that whole bottle the whole barrel was sold out at that store. Um, I was lucky enough to get a bottle. Yeah. And it was for a liter bottle. It was like $32. Wow. And um, it is the best whiskey I have on my shelf. Um, just a fantastic pick. Um, and that's probably my, my – Weller is my favorite yeah. uh, cheap bourbon, the Weller Special Reserve. But, the, I mean, the OWAs are just fantastic for the price. Like You can get a regular OWA for 24 bucks when you find it, 25 right. bucks. So. That's definitely one of my favorites. Um, I need to get a bottle of the Special Reserve. I found I, I have one place here that carries it pretty regularly, um, and I've kind of gotten to know the guy. Um, he's got a 12-year behind the counter that he's selling for way too much. Um, but, yeah. you know. Yeah, I've gotten um, – I've had two – I've gone through two bottles of Weller 12 that I had myself, regular size, you know, 750s, yeah. fifths. And I also have – I still have an unopened uh, 1.75 – handle at the house of Weller 12 that I'll probably hold on to for a while. It's the older style bottle that they replaced last year. Um, So maybe if I'm ever desperate for extra cash, when when the Weller season's gone away, I can probably get a pretty penny for that on the secondary market. But I don't know if I'll... Get a stag? Maybe. Oh, uh, probably not that much. Uh, I'd probably have to do stag plus cash. Yeah, but it'd at least be cheaper. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. So besides bourbon... I mean, I know you're a big baseball fan. I am. What What are some other things you enjoy? Keep in mind, we do talk about beer and barbecue on the show as well. So, right. how do you can go into those topics yeah. if you want? Or yeah, um, I've see. It's funny. I've I've always been a big fan of all three of the, the shows. Well, yeah. whiskey more newer than the other two, but um, I have some experience in barbecue, and I have you know, like I said, I was a big beer guy before. Um, I worked at a couple. I've worked at a couple of different barbecue places growing up, and one place in Texas. Um, and I have a family friend um, on my wife's side of the family that is uh, goes and do- goes and does like huge competitions okay. in in Kansas every year, and he's got his own you know, own like smokehouse. That's and cool. It's pretty cool. So um, I know a little bit about barbecue. I don't have as much experience making it myself, mm-hmm. other than following the instructions when oh, yeah. I worked at a couple of different places, but. I've never really experimented making it myself. Yeah, I grill at home um, pretty regularly. Uh, I have a really cheap gas grill that was at the, when we moved into my house. It was left there. Yeah, and um, 
it doesn't work anymore. So I put a cookie sheet on the burners yeah. and put charcoal on the cookie okay. sheet and made okay. it a charcoal grill. Hey. So I do look to upgrade that soon, yeah. hopefully, but it's working for right now. Cool. Cool, cool, cool. So, Nate, when you and I started talking, when I knew you were coming up to St. Louis, we've had this probably on the books for what? Before Thanksgiving? Oh, like, yeah. We've known for a yeah. while. I think it started with you, I found you a bottle of Stag yeah. Junior because we can't you, find Stag well, you, Junior. When you do find it, it's yeah. just grossly overpriced, in oh, my yeah. opinion. Uh, it's a great bourbon, um, yeah. but. I mean, I see it on the shelf in Texas sparingly. It's not something that's just sitting there. Mm-hmm. But when I get it, when I can see it, it's it's usually between $45 and $50. And we're paying twice that up here in St. Louis. Yeah, like there's is, a couple places, $95 to $120 yeah. for a bottle of it. So I think I, I got, I, so I picked up this bottle for you. And I think after tax, it was like $51. Yeah, yeah like which that. was half. I mean, yeah. So, and so it started with that. I, I picked that up for you and. And instead of shipping it to you through the mail and the chance of it breaking, we just yeah. decided you you were patient enough to wait till this yeah. time of the year when I was going to be in town, and then so we were like, hey, let's uh, let's make a show out of it. Yeah. So. so we decided to do cast strength barrel proof. The only thing we've drank that's under hundred proof right now is just the small samples we've had beforehand. Right. Um, but everything after this is going to be over one hundred proof. And and most of them even higher. Yes. So, well, you've told your wife that she's driving home already. I have told um, her that. So my wife thinks that we have plans for this afternoon. We'll see how well those go. We have a trip to Costco, so uh, we'll see how well that goes. <laughs> uh, so just to kind of get into just some of the basics on barrel proof cast strength, um, it's straight out of the barrel. It's uncut. It's not filtered, which we were kind of surprised by. You and I were talking a little bit beforehand um, to learn that none of these are chill filtered, which right. makes sense because right. they're just pouring it straight out of the barrel almost into a bottle. Right. And the, the chill filtering process takes yeah. that cloudiness away yeah. from the bourbon, which, I, as you said, they in these in these you know, uncut products, yeah. they, want, they don't want that cloudiness removed. Yeah. yeah. So I think... And we kind of found out um, our bourbon got a little bit cloudy because it was out in your car for three days. And it's we've had the coldest degrees, weather yeah. in St. Louis we've had all winter so far this week. I think we had a high of seven the other day. Like, I mean, it's just ridiculous. Yeah. Not as bad as Iowa. I saw they have a high this week. I think Sunday their high is negative four. Yeah. So. And I wonder now that we're looking at the bottles that I brought in, I wonder um, – because they're not cloudy anymore. Right. I wonder if it was just the glass bottles themselves that Maybe. got cloudy, and we didn't really realize that. Maybe. That, like we say, we're learning. So yeah. I, <laughs> I, I told Nate, I said, we're going to put the space heater on. We'll see. Hopefully our bourbon warms up a little bit. So you, if you hear this low rumble in the back, it's because we're in my basement. The, I'm sorry, the secret underground bunker. Yeah. Uh, and, and it's about, what, 15 degrees outside? Yeah. So. yeah. so we have the space heater trying to warm up our bourbon, warm us up. So back to uncut barrel strength. So... Most of it is between 120, 130 proof. Right. Um, so about 60 to 65% ABV. Um, there are some, like we're going to try in a few minutes, I have a Bell Mead single barrel cast strength that is 103 uh, proof. And we have two different yeah. uh, Smooth Ambler Old Scouts, a 10 year and 11 year. The 10 years, 118.6 proof. 
and the 11 years, uh, 109.6 proof. So those are a little bit on the lower end for right. cast strength, but right. they are cast strength bourbons. Right, and so there are lower proof cast cast strength. That's that's going to tongue tie me all day. Mm-hmm. Wait till I get some bourbon in me, and yeah. then, uh, <laughs> then we'll see if I can. Oh, talk I've listened to, to the show before. I know how it oh, goes. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, so. And I think everything with the barrel proof or the cast strength or just the high proof, it's a lot fuller flavor. I yeah, mean, definitely. I've only had some samples of Stag Junior. Um, I've actually saved my Bell Mead to open up today live with us, so I'm pretty excited about that. Um, but I mean, you're just getting probably a very oaky taste, and you can kind of tell me if I'm wrong because you've probably had a few more than I've had, but. I, I would assume everything's going to be very oaky. It's mm-hmm. coming straight out of that barrel. It's yeah. coming straight. You know, they're not not diluting it at all with any water or anything right. like that. So, yeah, and I think the the one of the my favorite things about uh, the cast strength expressions of a lot of these bourbons is that when you take that first sip, that heat just completely overwhelms your mouth, mm-hmm. and it's a, it's such an interesting feeling. Um, and and most of the time, especially if you've never had it before, that that heat will not allow you to taste any of the flavor. But uh, as you take your second yeah. and third sip uh, while tasting, you really your heat, your mouth is used to that heat. You really are able to pick up a lot of the flavors, right? A lot of that you know dark caramel and 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 um, the toffee or leather notes that people talk about. So what you're saying is my taste buds are just going to be screwed for the rest of the day. Exactly. Perfect. Yeah. Costco pizza will taste really good then. Yeah. <laughs> so let's dive into it. Let's right. start pouring. All um, right, let's do it. The first one we're going to try is our Bell Mead Cast Strength. It's a very sweet, um, sweet nose. Um, I've never had this one before. Nor uh, have I. I tried a sample of it at Total Wine and More. Um, Probably October. It was their store pick. Um, okay. And it was good. It was really good. And I'm not a big Total Wine and More fan on their picks. There's just I feel like they're like, hey, just send us some samples. We'll pick, you know. They may not even get samples. They might yeah. just say, hey, send us a barrel. Yeah. And we'll put our name on it. Um, But <laughs> I've heard really good things about the Bell Mead. Um. I mean, smell of it's fantastic. Yeah, it's very sweet smell. Yeah, um, and it's funny to me because I'm getting a certain, and I and Kevin, we've talked about this before. Yeah. I am not good. I don't know how some of these guys review oh, yeah. bourbon and and say, oh, I pick up this little flavor and that little flavor and or the smell. I I can't do that. I can, you know, there's this sweet, not sweet. I get mm-hmm. that. Oaky, that's easy to get. There's a very high ethanol-y kind of smell yeah. sometimes. Rubbing alcohol is yeah. what I like to call it. Right. Yeah, some astringency um, to it. But it's funny because the one bourbon I have on my shelf that I have on my shelf because of you, actually, um, that I do get a certain flavor from is the Henry McKenna. Okay. Um, and to me, I get a very sweet, like, bubblegum mm-hmm. smell to it, which I researched. I was like, does anyone else smell bubblegum? Because this yeah. is what I'm smelling. Yeah. And it doesn't seem like anybody else does. But this Bell Mead, I smell it, and I get kind of that same, mm-hmm. that sweet, almost a bubblegum like kind a, of. 
uh, what, what's the double bubble? Kind of like when you unwrap that package and that waxy. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And so that's kind of what I get on this nose as well. It's very. It's not overwhelming. Like I feel not like all. it could fit into like a ninety proof. Like I, like it's a hundred proof. I mean, it's not the higher end of what we're gonna be trying today, but it's not. Not like what a kick you in your face type thing. And yeah. this is straight out of Nashville. Um, Nelson uh, Greenbrier okay. is the uh, uh, distributor, I guess the distiller of this. Um, and they've just started. I mean, I feel like Bell Mead, you hear about it. I don't know. It's like the new upcoming whiskey. Like they've got the three, the cognac, the sherry, and the. Yeah. Another one. I don't remember what the other one is. Um, I can't remember either. But they do, yeah, those different yeah. wine barrel finishes. Right. Which does not intrigue me at all. Maybe the cognac one, just because I know cognac's a very similar taste to like a bourbon and that. Yeah. But I don't know. Um, I'd rather and, just and get I, a Maker's 46 if yeah. I'm going to get something finished. You yeah. Know? And, I, and I'll, you know, I'll, I was telling you before that um, I've never bought a, a bottle of Bell Mead myself. Mostly because of the uh, the oppressive liquor store that mm-hmm. pushes, tries to push it down your throat uh, oh, yeah. in Houston, and because they get kickbacks on it, and so yeah. it's one of those products they like shove down your throat, and you're like, no, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick with. Yeah. I have a little bit of knowledge about whiskey. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna find yeah. my own pick that I want to yeah. get. So, and so that's kind of one thing that's kind of turned me off to Bellmead, which is is it, which is unfair to right. the Bellmead product. Right. Um. So I'm glad I'm getting to try this today for sure. So I just had my first sip. It doesn't have a very big burn. And I know, like, we're trying 103 proof. I know that there's some out there. I've talked to some guys who they have 120 or 124, you know. Uh, there's some store picks out there that are a little bit higher proof. Um, hopefully I'm going to get a sample of it. Um, That'd be great. But I like it. I mean, like, it's not not a kick-me-in-the-face kind of feel. Um yeah, I, I just had my first sip as well. I do like it. Um, it's very smooth on the front end that you get that sweetness of it, and then that heat comes in because yeah. it's 103, uh, 103 proof. So it's not like you said, not overwhelming, but mm-hmm. and it lingers for oh, yeah. a decent amount of time as well. I like that. But the even though you get that heat, that sweet flavor lingers along with the heat right. the whole time. Right. I feel like this is something, and we kind of. We've talked, you know, our listeners know we like to compare our stuff to, like, what would I enjoy this bourbon with? That, that's right. kind of like our big thing. We like to pair it with stuff. Definitely. Good barbecue. Like, I feel like this is something I could sit out by my pit and be smoking some ribs or, you know, a brisket and just sip on this all afternoon. Like, yeah. it's not going to – I'm not just wanting one shot of it or something right. like that, but it's something I can enjoy. It's got a nice heat to it. Right. Um, it's not – you're not drinking, a you know, an 86 proof. Right, right. But – it's um, it's got some depth to it exactly, yeah. Um, and, and it is in a, a ten year age stated yeah, bourbon, so yeah. that and you can tell that it's got some age to it, um, really mellowed out. Um, this was uh, put in the barrel October twelfth, two thousand six. It's actually got the date on it. I looked up important things that happened on that date because you know I'm a history nerd. I like to yeah. know like some Italian singer died that day. Oh. That was like the only exciting thing that happened in 
I was 16. That's weird to think about. Yeah, I was a sophomore in high school yeah. uh, in 2006, 10 years ago, or more than 10 years ago now. Yeah. Um, but That's crazy. Yeah. I like it. Uh, second sip, just as good as the first. You're getting a little bit more of that oaky kind of... Yeah, definitely. You can definitely pick- taste the 10-year on it. Yeah, um, for sure. And then it's just it's so smooth. Like, I'm not... I feel like some bourbons, like, you have that cough attack after. Mm-hmm. And I don't think that I'm not getting that here. Yeah, not at all. Um, I really am enjoying this. Yeah, I really like the flavor to it. Like we did say, it is a little sweeter, but I, I'm not going to try and start picking out the flavor that I taste. But whatever flavor, it, yeah. it's it's a very smooth, nice. Yeah. It almost tastes like a scotch without the peatiness yeah. or and that, that might be blasphemy like i'll probably get some <laughs> I, person listening to this complaining yeah but. yeah um i wouldn't have get i wouldn't have said scotch it scotch i mean just the, the malted barley is completely, yeah. completely different in my opinion and i'm not a big scotch drinker and I, we know you're not oh either so we don't have scotch although guy. i did have uh, last week I had an, another sample. I've had it before, but a, a Glenfiddich 12 year, okay. which is a space side scotch. Oh, yeah. Um, and I had another, my dad is a Glenfiddich fan. And so I've had the 12 year and the 15 year with him. But last week I was in Texas and I'd had, I'd had a couple, a couple pours of that already that day yeah. and, and had a sample of the Glenfiddich again. And it was really good. I really enjoyed it then. But, I think um, was... back to the Belmede, yeah. it's just, it's really good. It's really good. It's really good. It's um, single barrel cast strength. Yeah. I mean, it's not knock you out cast strength. I feel it's like. It's very drinkable. I mean, Bellmead is a plantation in Nashville area, I believe. I feel like this is one I could sit on the front port of a, porch of a plantation in a rocker and just enjoy all afternoon. Like, yeah. Just, I'm very happy. I'm thankful for my wife for getting this. This was a this was a graduation gift uh, for finishing my master's, and she did a very good job picking that's, that out. That's awesome. Uh, did she, so she found this locally. She found this uh, total wine and more. Um, you know, <laughs> okay. Um, they're the only ones up here that. Well, I, I'll back that up. They're the only ones that have a cast strength. There's a lot of the normal Bell Meads out there, yeah. non-cast strength, right? Um, which I would try. I mean, I think that I have a tough time paying $60 for this to be like a daily drinker. Like, this right. will have a special spot on the shelf over there, and right. I'll enjoy it every while. It's not something I'm going to get out for when my friends who don't drink bourbon come over. And like, hey, can I try some? Like, yeah, stay away from this. This is yeah. mine. That's um, when you hand them the Heaven Hill white label. Yes. Here, try this. <laughs> or the uh, Evan Williams bottled and bond. Even better. Yeah, get rid of that you, one. You tried some of that. Uh, do you want to give us a... Five second review on it. Oh, the Evan Williams bottle and bond. So yeah. we talked about this before yeah. the show. Yeah, I I, uh, I forgot that we talked about it before we were recording. Yeah. I'm not a big fan, um, unfortunately. And uh, I posted about it on my on my Instagram page a couple weeks ago. Um, it's uh, I mean, it's what I would expect for a twelve dollar mm-hmm. bottle. Oh yeah, and it's it's drinkable. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't recommend drinking it neat. Uh, it's a great for making like an old fashioned mm-hmm. or like whiskey sour or whiskey coke, whatever you like. Yeah. Um, I may I got rid of the bottle in one evening uh, by making five or six old fashions yeah. for a few friends that I had over. Um, 
and I mean it was great for yeah. that. And they they didn't, and none of those guys were real right. big bourbon drinkers, so right. they, they didn't know a difference. Um, the next day, I then made another old fashioned for myself with with the old Granddad One Fourteen. Yeah, and it was leaps and bounds better. That's Alex's favorite. Yeah, that's my favorite. So far, that's my favorite whiskey to yeah. make old fashions with. Yeah, that's so good. It's such a high proof. It stands on its own. Right. It's got that strong. It's a high rye bourbon, yeah. so it's got that rye spice to it. What you want in an old right. fashioned. Right. And then yeah, that higher proof because right. I I drink everything neat. Right. That's regularly, so I don't. I try and I, do it. Yeah, I'd, maybe an ice cube every once in a while, but yeah, I don't anymore. Yeah. I used to, I and I used to have. Well, I still have them, but these uh, like stainless steel cubes mm-hmm. that have a liquid center you put in the freezer, yeah. and that way you can chill your bourbon, but not. Does it make it taste it. metally? Not at all. Okay. Mm-hmm. No, okay. but it it so it, the purpose is it chills your bourbon. Yeah. Uh, without watering it down, but I don't even use that anymore. I I just like it room temperature. So. All right, let's move on. All right. We're going to now try the Smooth Ambler. Um, we're going to try the, what, There's a 10-year first? Yeah, we can do either or. Um, yeah, let's do the 10-year first. Okay, the 10-year, um, it's a single barrel cast strength 10-year. It's, mm-hmm. it's, um, it's a 59.3 ABV or 118.6 proof. Um, this is... Smooth Amber, they're based out of uh, Virginia. Uh, yeah, I believe and, so. Um, this is a 60% corn, 36% rye, 4% malted barley. They consider this their high rye, too. Yeah, yeah. which, I mean, if you if you, if you you compare it to a Buffalo Trace, yeah. where their their high rye is like a 12 or 13% rye. Yeah. Um, Four Roses' high rye is 35% rye, so it's right in that along the line of the same kind of the same kind of mash you'd get out of an OB version of four roses um and you were saying something interesting that their 10 year is higher proof than their 11 year and then their 11 year is higher proof than their 12 year right. we we're kind of I talking think, about how it's I, I know for sure it's like that with the 10 and 11 yeah i don't have any experience with the 12 year um and i know they have a nine year sometimes as well right but from what i've been told is the way they their way their warehouse is set up and they're aging their barrels um, the placement of their barrels, because I think it's just one level, mm-hmm. um, and I could be wrong about that. This is just kind of the impression I got when somebody explained this to me. Um, but the the placement of the of their barrels in the warehouse, the ten year where it's placed, that is always going to be a higher proof than yeah. the eleven, and so and, I, and that holds true here. Um, and I, when I bought my eleven year, I've had the ten year for. I bought it in Thanksgiving of 2016 and okay. opened it right away. So it's been open quite a long time. Um, and then I went back and this past spring and bought the 11 year. Um, and a, a friend of mine went and he got a 10 year there, which was a 60%, 120 proof. Okay. Um, and that one is really good too. But so yeah, the 11 year is a 109.6 proof. Um, same, same mash bill. Um, they're non chill filtered like we talked about. Yeah. Um, and they're very good. So let's get into it. This and is, I think this too, while you're pouring, I'm gonna I'll talk kind of about it. I think you were saying that the smooth ambers are gonna be a little bit harder to find now. Um, yeah. You and I were talking probably oh, it was a couple months ago. Um, I was telling you about I went to a, a, a liquor store and there was a ton of smooth ambor picks and all that kind of stuff. And I was like, oh, this looks kind of good. I've never had this before. Um, you know. And I went back to that same liquor store the other day, and it's like they've been completely cleared out of them. Like, there is nothing. You can't find – you can find maybe one or two, but you can't find 
it's their blended stuff, really. Yeah, yeah, and they have the American whiskey, and they yeah. have um, some other. The contradiction, yeah. is one I see that, quite a that's bit. That's one with the elephant on it. The yes. black label, yeah, yeah. smooth amber cock. Have you had that? I have not. Um, it is a blended. Um, I forget what exactly it is blended. Yeah. It's a couple of different things, a couple of different whiskeys that are blended to make that one. Um, I will say, again, in Texas, um, there is. Uh, Two liquor stores in Texas, or in Houston specifically, that are are very well known for having these uh, these old scouts, these yeah. smooth amber old scouts, the single barrel cast drink still, and they still have cases of them. Really? Um, this is where I bought in the spring of 2017. I bought one mm-hmm. uh, from there. No, <laughs> I bought a bottle from them, and they still have cases really? like between the two stores that they have in Houston. Like we said, Texas is the yeah. bourbon capital of. Kentucky, you know, exactly. Right? Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, so this is a lot darker. Like you can tell compared to like the Belmead, where we had, you know, yeah. this is you said this is the ten year to start with. Yep, um, it's definitely got a higher heat to it. Like yeah, I just had this my first sip, but it's not kick you in the face heat. Still, like no. it's not what I've heard. Like some of the batches of Stag Junior, where it comes with a hazardous material warning. You know, like which I love about Stag Junior, yeah. and we're gonna get into later. Oh but. man. Um, I like this a lot though. Like it's it's very it's a smooth one eighteen. Like it's it is. not which I guess that has to be smooth with your name is smooth. Yeah. Amber. But yeah, it's really good. This is my first time trying this. I've yeah. never had smooth amber, and I enjoy it. Yeah, it's um, it's real caramely, but not overly sweet. Right. Um, you can taste the age in it again. Uh, like you said, it's really sweet. It doesn't linger quite as long right. as that Bell Mead did or some of the other ones that I like. Right. Um, the flavor kind of diminishes pretty quickly, but I really like this bottle. I've had it, like I said, I've had this. This one's been open on my shelf for right. uh, over a year now. I kind of think that this would be a good, like, hey, I've just eaten a whole meal. I'm going to go sit on my couch now yeah. and just drink. Like, yeah. I don't feel, I don't feel like I'd want to pair this with food. Like, I just... Because I feel like it's got enough depth and flavor and all that to it to where I don't want to pair it with something wrong and not enjoy it then. Right. Does that make sense? It does. Of? And, you know, we talk about that. I I kind of feel like that about most whiskey. I don't drink – usually I don't drink whiskey while I'm eating. Right. And that's just me. Um, I enjoy – if I'm having alcohol during my meal, I enjoy to have a good beer. Yeah. Um, depending on with what I'm eating or wine, yeah, you know whatever it may be. But uh, usually whiskey is my um, sitting on the couch, right. watching TV, watching whatever with my wife, or or you know barbecue, and I'll I'll grab a glass yeah. while I'm I'm grilling, um, grilling up dinner or whatever it may be. But I usually don't have whiskey while I'm eating. So, but yeah, I could see what you mean. This is definitely so flavorful. Yeah, you wouldn't want to. Pack a bunch of food with it. It's got that. a tingle on my lips kind of feel yeah, to it. I like sure. that. Like it's yeah. a very lingering. I just I did my third sip while you were kind of talking. I think that's where you taste the fullness of it. Like the, and I think that's where you can really taste that it's straight from the barrel. It hasn't lost its oakiness or anything like that to it. Um, right. And as you were saying that, I took my third sip. Yeah. And that oak really comes out on that third sip, mm-hmm. where it didn't on the other two. Yeah. I think. It's very impressive. I think it's a a good bottle. I would love to find a bottle here in St. Louis. Um, right, and like you were saying, not only are they hard to find, but they're actually smooth amblers, from what I understand. Um, 
is doing away with the yeah. cast strength single That's barrels, right where they're going to have a single barrel, but they will all be 100 proof. Um, Such a shame. Right. But so, I guess that's what happens when you create a really good product and you use all your product and yeah. 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 All right. But yeah, very good. Let's move on. Um, we have the 11 year. Let's save that one for a little bit. Let's get into the bookers because we're just running short on time and all that kind of stuff. I'm trying to keep our podcast short. I've heard, I've heard complaints that sometimes we ramble too much. And well, I don't think we're rambling, but you know, yeah, I, I'm really excited. I don't know if I'm excited, but we've got two that here. We're going to try a Booker's and we're going to try an E.H. Taylor. I'm really excited for the E.H. Taylor. Yeah. I'm interested to try the Booker's because there's such a history with that. I think that's Jim Beam yep. doing their PR work. I think Jim Beam just has like this massive PR firm that's like what history can we come up with or what history can we tell about with every one of our bourbons and all that right. kind of stuff. And so bookers, this is, you've got the 2007 bookers, um, 2017 or 2017. Yeah. 2017 yeah. batch one. Okay. Um, which, so it's the first batch they had in 2017. It's uh nickname Tommy's batch. Okay. And, and it's a, a um, 64.25 ABV, 128.5 proof. Right. And every one of their bookers has a specific name. I think Little Book just came out. Um, yeah. And it's all something related to Booker's life, <clears throat> yeah. is what they say. Um, and Booker is Jim Beam's grandson. He was the master distiller from uh, 1965 to uh, 1992. Um, I thought this was interesting, that the these bookers, the idea of Booker's bourbon came as him handpicking bottles to give his gifts to people. Yeah, And that's then probably really somebody in their PR firm saw that he was doing this, and they're like, hey, we could mass produce this. So in uh, 1988, they had their first mass production of Booker's, um, which I thought, I mean, as much crap as I give Jim Beam about all their stories and all that kind of stuff, and, yeah, you know. That's actually a pretty cool Mila story. Kunis doing... What I what, what is she pitching now? Her, their apple? I don't know. But like, I, don't I mean, pay attention to that. Uh, it's it's getting bad. Like, yeah. I, I think that's a cool story to kind of have with it. And I think yeah. the little book was a very hot commodity kind of this year. I've heard mixed reviews on people like, oh, is it worth the hype? And right, you know, yeah. all that. Yeah, I've seen I've seen that go around. And then obviously, you know, last year or is a year and a half ago mm-hmm. now, they had the Booker's Rye come out, which right. was. Your retail three hundred dollar bottle that flew off the shelves got as high as a thousand. I, th- I think saw so, secondary, um, and actually a, fr- a good friend of mine in Houston just uh, got a bottle of it. Uh, yeah, was given to him by a coworker. So that's pretty awesome. That's a nice coworker. Um, exactly. Um, he also just got a bottle of George T. Stag at retail. So uh, was he the one that won the contest? Yeah, he won a raffle. Oh, just a it was a WB Liquors raffle. He yeah. walked in and signed his name and. He got called third, and there he got a George T. Stag for retail. That's so, nice. Um, I'll be going to his house at some point. Uh, yeah, I definitely trying the George T. Stag. I've, I've at his house. I've tried the William Weller, uh, William Larue Weller before. That's a tongue tie. Uh, it is that, that one. It is, yeah, yeah. Um, the B Tac Weller. I've tried that um, at his house, and then maybe someday I'll get to try that Booker's Rye he's got. Yeah, if you're really nice to him. Yeah, 
You could try mine if I had some, but I don't have any. We don't <laughs> find good bourbon here. And, no, and and three hundred dollar plus bourbon yeah. is not really our forte. I don't anyway. think I could anything at all. Yeah. So this is a seventy seven percent corn, thirteen percent rye, ten percent uh, malted barley. Um, from what I found, and Nate, you may be able to tell me a little bit different. I found it was probably between like a six, eight year old. Um, is yeah. That- um, and I was looking into it, and it seems like. That's right on. With most of the Booker products, they're going to be between six and eight years. Um, yeah, and they don't come with an age statement, right, so right. that's just they do it to make us angry. Yeah, of course. Um, and this is the one that comes in the the fancy box with the plexi. Is it glass or plexiglass? It's, it's plastic. Plastic. Um, I always see these like sitting on shelves. I'm like, oh my goodness, that's so cool. And then I'll look at the price tag. And I'm like. That's seventy to ninety dollars. I the the bottle I have I got off from you know the regular store I go to yeah. for the most part, and it was it was right at sixty. Okay, um, which is a pretty normal price. Yeah. Uh, I probably wouldn't spend more than that on it. Definitely a different nose than anything we've had so far. Um, yeah, and then, and I was telling you before we recorded too is um, it's got that Jim Beam. Yeah flavor that yeah. every Jim Beam product has. And so you can tell right away if you're familiar at all with Jim Beam products, yeah. you're going to be able to tell right away that it is a Jim Beam product. I think it's the I don't know if I want to say sweet or like I don't know how to describe it. It's almost to me it's almost like a oak yeah smoke kind of yes that they something with their with their barrels or what, what the way yeah. they age it that it that it's like a smoky oak flavor that comes out um, oh yeah, oak front flavor. You definitely taste that's a 128 <laughs> proof right there for you. That's a knock your socks off. Yeah, and the nose doesn't tell you that at all. The no nose is very way. smooth. It's not astringent at all. Oh you can, my goodness! You can stick your nose all the way in the glass and it doesn't burn your yeah, nose. But it doesn't you, have that high. Yeah, you take a sip of it and it's. It, it oh, that's a chest warmer right there for you. Um, I always associate Jim Beam with like a smokehouse like yeah i don't know what it is about their product and i don't know maybe but like you have you ever smelled a real smokehouse like the old school style like you can just as you walk towards it you can just smell the smoke like it the wood has been so seasoned and all that kind of stuff maybe okay but i mean like if you ever if you ever go towards like you'll know like old farm style type thing yeah that's what i picture like with this and i've seen pictures of like their campus that they have and yeah that's kind of i guess what they're going for the very farm yeah style um that first drink whoo man it's got a it'll uh it sneaks up it'll wake you up a little bit yeah Second drink isn't as bad. You get mm-hmm. more of the more. It's it's got a saltiness kind of to it. I don't know. Yeah, I think that's kind of that smokehouse kind of feel to it. I think that's where I get that is like, um, I want a ham. Does that make sense? <laughs> like, I want I want to eat some smoked ham right now. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I can understand that. Uh, I think this would be for those of um. For those that like to um, pair their bourbons with a cigar, oh yeah, uh, Booker's would be a good one for that. Um, 
I think, which we're going to try later. We'll talk about later. Um, one of my favorites that to pair, because I do enjoy to have a cigar yeah. every now and then. Uh, uh, one we're going to try a little bit later. One of the bourbons I brought later is, um, which I'll, I'm kind of uh, being vague about it right now. I'm excited it's, to talk about it. You're building up the suspense. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to talk about it later. Um, is my favorite bourbon I have to pair with a cigar. Yeah. And we'll talk more about that. But yeah, the Booker's is definitely something I could see um, sitting down and having uh, yeah. like kind of a mild cigar with. I think overall, I know you were kind of talking. This wasn't your favorite. Like you no. were, you were looking to kind of finish off, kill this bottle. Well, um, I mean, I've had it for um, you know eight months or so, yeah. and I, I don't visit it that often. So it'll be a while before I, you know, yeah. kill the bottle. But it, this isn't my favorite. Right. Uh, cast strength or uncut. Would you unfiltered. have a buyer's regret for it or no? No, because okay. I'm, I'm glad I tried it and and it's yeah. good and, and I. Yeah. The first time I ever had it, I bought it out at a bar, and yeah. I, was, I enjoyed it in a different batch. Right. But, um, so that's kind of the thing, too, is these different batches. You might right. get one you like, one you might not yeah. like as much. Um, it's definitely not my um, my favorite go-to. Um, I probably I probably wouldn't buy another bottle. It's probably a one-and-done for me, um, unless there was this like great yeah. batch that came out that was reasonable in price and – and everyone loved, and I would, you know, I'd probably give it yeah. a try. I gotta say, now that I've tried it, I can cross it off my list of like, okay, I want to try a Booker's. Like, yeah, I mean, it's just, and that's kind of how yeah. it was for me. It was like I had tried it before, just out at a bar, but I was like, you know, I want, I want to, I want to have a bottle. Right. I like the presentation that you know that speaks a lot for me right. too. Is you know, it looks cool. It's got the box and everything. And yeah, the box will be repurposed. Right. Of course, on my bar. I don't think like i don't want to say there's nothing special to write home about but no. i don't think that and i think that's the problem with like the new bookers variances each one that they come out with right they're going to hook everybody and they come out with one that's really good everybody's going to want it and right. it's going to drive the market up and right and then the next batch is going to be a higher yeah. price and they may not yeah. be as good yeah and you were kind of talking were they the ones that they jacked up their prices a whole lot and yeah, last year it came out, um, Jim Beam came out. They were saying what they're doing is Booker's was made, uh, they did have six batches a yeah. year. From I'm not sure how long that's been their their standard to have six batches a year. Right. But, um, they've decided starting, I think, in 2017, they're moving down just to just four batches a year to limit the product some. And also they were looking at doing a price raise. They came out right away and said, you know, it's going to be a $99 MSRP, um, which everyone was like, whoa, <laughs> like that's, that's this not cool. Yeah. yeah. Um, and so I think they got a lot of blowback from that. And I don't know who, who's to know if the blowback that they got from the consumers really was the issue, the reason why, but they did kind of back off of that yeah. and say, oh, oh, no, we're not, we're not going straight to $99, but we're going to kind of raise as we go and it, it might get there someday. So I think the market is really just going to be the deciding factor for that. Um, and they, if they, if they see their four batches a year flying off the shelf still, yeah. then they, they probably will raise the price to a hundred dollars MSRP because that's kind of the trend in bourbon right now. Anyway, right. you look at uh whistle pig. Oh yeah. Sourced that rye whiskey. Boss hog. I saw boss hog $1,500 yesterday. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Um, I've seen multiple bottles of last year's, the Boss Hog 3. I've seen it in the store um, 
for 280, 290, mm-hmm. 300, right around there. The Boss Hog 4 this year's release was retail for 400, so yeah. another hundred dollars on top of that one. And it, it's, I mean, a friend of mine who's had it says it's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, I'm just myself getting just now starting to get into trying some different ryes and things right. like that. I've always been kind of the corn bourbon. I'm gonna I'm mm-hmm. then venturing out into ryes, but um, for a, a sourced rye, yeah, um, that's really expensive. Um, I'd rather have a McNer Mc McNer's or this Rittenhouse rye. I mean, yeah. like I mean, I don't. Wanna... I got a baby baby yeah. Saz at home, Sazerac. Um, yeah, that's really good. Twenty five bucks. Um, and see, the funny part is to me about the the whistle pig as well is they brought out last year. They brought out their farm stock, which was their mm-hmm. first product that they distilled themselves. Right, and it got really bad reviews. They got crap done. Yeah. I mean, so, to me, I, I, I we see the market jumping high, so high in prices right. with so many different things. Um, I really hope we see someday that the market kind of come down. Maybe the bubble will burst a little bit, and we'll have a chance to get Maybe. some of these. Um, Really good. I don't bourbons. know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. It's so it's such like a double sided. It type. is bad for the for the distilleries, yeah. obviously. Cause good for the, the us. Good for us. Bad yeah. for them. You know. That, but then we might not see a lot of products. Yeah. Uh, that the production would go way down. Right. So right. Who knows what will happen with all that? But right now, that it's definitely trending up. Yeah. Maybe we can get all these hipsters to stop drinking bourbon, and then the price will go down we'll again. Get Matthew McConaughey to stop selling wild turkey. Yeah. Okay, so we're gonna move on to our next one. This is probably the one I'm most excited about. Um, I mean, I, I I am excited about trying my Stag Junior because like I've been waiting for months to try that. But E. H. Taylor just has a special spot in my heart. Um, that was my first bottle of like legit bourbon that I bought. I mean, like, okay, back up. I did buy a bottle of Eagle Rare and things like that. But, like, I bought that at the distillery. Like, yeah. I mean, I bought that at Buffalo Trace. Um, this E.H. Taylor, my small batch, was, like, the first bottle of bourbon I found in a store. I was so excited about it. So I'm yeah. super excited to try it at the Barrel Proof. This like, was um, something, actually, I had tried really early on. In my bourbon experience, a friend of mine had the straight, the I'm sorry, the, the single barrel and the barrel proof at his house. And I had, at that point, no clue right. what I was drinking. And I remember the barrel proof being like super overwhelming heat right. for me because it was the first castering right. I think I'd ever tried. But since then, it was like the the HT barrel proof was has been like my unicorn that right. I tried to get for a right. long time. Um, over a year... I wasn't like going out every weekend and searching for it, yeah. but I was keeping, you know, keeping my ear to the ground. Like, where can I find one of these? Right. Um, and because they, the price is very different depending oh, yeah. on if you can get it, you know, oh, if yeah. you get it at retail or if you get it, you know, s- some guys will sell it for 120, 130 yeah. bucks at second, you know, if, if they have it. Right. And so I had some guys offer to sell me a bottle. This, you know, individual right. people. Uh, oh yeah, I got one at home. I'll sell you, you know, 125 bucks. I'm like, I'm, I'm gonna yeah. hold out. You know, I didn't want to. I didn't want to spend that much. But so last year, or I'm sorry, not last. Well, it was last year, 2017. Um, over the summer, a guy I've gotten to know uh, in Houston through social media, and um, he's a store store owner. I've uh, gotten to know him a little bit, um, and he's a big fan of the Barrel Proof, right? Uh, e. H. Taylor Barrel Proof, and um, he was getting in one bottle uh, on a shipment. And he called me and said, hey, I'm getting this bottle in. I know you really want it. 
come get it. And I was st- over the moon, oh, like yeah. ecstatic. Yeah. Um, it was great. I got it for retail, sixty nine ninety nine, oh, which is uh, unheard of That's, really nowadays. Yeah. yeah. Um, and credit to my buddy who owns a store down there. He's he's doing it the right way. Yeah. Um, it smells it's, so good. It's really good. And this and this bottle I I had for about a month before I opened it because yeah. um, I had my second son was born in August. Yeah. And so when I when my son was born about a week after he was born, this was the bottle I opened to right. celebrate his birth. So. Um, and oh, this one is this one will be on my so shelf for good. a long time. It's so good. Yeah. It smells like the small batch, but it smells like a hundred thousand times better than the small <laughs> batch. I'm so. Like, and so this, I'm like giddy excited right yeah, here. Yeah, this is really this. good. Like when, um, you, when we FaceTime and you were like, "Hey, do you want to break?" The, and I was like, "Yes, just bring it, bring it now." Yeah. And so, just for those that may not know, this is um, it's Mash Bill Number One, which is the Low Rye Buffalo Trace Mash. Oh, that's so good. Um, we don't know the exact because um, they keep everything secret, at right? Buffalo Trace, which I'm okay with. Yeah, and it's so we it's about ten percent or less mm-hmm. um, rye. Um, this is batch six, which was released in May of 2017. It's seven to eight years yeah. old and it's 128.1 proof. Yeah. I love it. I've only had one sip. Yeah. Um, it doesn't taste like 128 proof. Like I don't, I just, I don't feel that heat, you know, like, but I don't know if that's just because I've had so many other cast strengths so far. But it is so good. Yeah. Like, um, I remember when I finished off my small batch bottle, and I'm still looking for like a small batch bottle. Like, occasionally we'll find them here in St. Louis, and you're looking between forty five to sixty bucks, depending on where you can mm. get it. Um, and, well, I won't tell you what I can find them for in Houston. Well, you'll just have to. Come well, I will back tell you. Summer, um, twenty thirty. Uh, the small batch is pretty easy to find in Houston, and it's okay. usually right around thirty dollars. Um, the the single barrel is not too terribly hard to find right. and it's used about right at about 50. We might need to talk afterwards. <laughs> yeah. uh, I, I went yesterday looking and I could not find, there's one place I didn't check and I'm pretty sure they probably have one there, but, um, like the, the, the single barrel will, will fly off a shelf. Yeah. It comes in pretty regularly, but it, it flies off the shelf pretty fast where the small batch will right. kind of linger on the shelf. And there's been multiple times where I've, I've kind of looked at it, stared at it, like I, should, I really should get this, but right. then I, you know, I end up picking something else or, right. or not buying anything that day. So, and that's the problem. Like I've had the small batch, I know it's so good, but it's like I just want to continue. It's like my Henry McKenna, like it's so good, right? But I don't need three bottles of it. Like that's, you know, that's kind of how I feel about my Four Roses yeah. too. I, I really enjoy Four Roses, and I just finished off a bottle um, the other day, and I was like, oh, I'm not gonna go buy another one. Yeah, this but, is so smooth. Like, yeah, it's great. Um, it's got a bubblegummy kind of yeah. taste to it. Um, yeah, that same kind of that yeah. same kind of sweet nose. Not nearly as much. No, not nearly as no. prominent on that sweet nose. It's oaky, but it's not like I'm gonna strangle you with oak. Like right. I, and being that Buffalo Trace mash, mm-hmm. that's seven. To, most of them are right around the yeah. seven or eight year mark. Yeah. It's 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 definitely. You know, you can tell it's a BT product. It's... Buffalo Trace knows how to do stuff right. <laughs> you do. and I were talking like, they're not afraid to say like, this barrel tastes like Eagle Rare. But it was supposed to be Buffalo Trace. We're just going to call it Eagle Rare. Right. Or this barrel tastes like E.H. Taylor. 
well, let's just call it EH2. Right. Like, they're not afraid to do that. Right. And, and they, like my example was, is yeah. I have a bottle at home right now, unopened still, but it's a Eagle Rare store pick. Which that, I tried to get you to bring. Yeah. Sorry. That's all right. <laughs> it's actually a mash bill number two. Which is your, you know, your Elmer T. Lee, right. your Blantons, your Rock Hill Farms, uh, Hancock Reserve. Those are all your Mash Bill Number right. Two products. And so, but they have a Mash Bill Number Two in the barrel that they said this kind of tastes like Eagle Rare. Right. And so they labeled it, bottled it as Eagle Rare, which is I think is an awesome way to I do things. I think that's so cool. And you you get some distillers who are like, this tastes nothing like what we wanted to taste like. Let's just get rid of it. Like right. Like that's good juice. Good liquid good yeah. bourbon you're just throwing out i mean they probably don't throw it out i, know. I i'm pretty sure they, they probably have it. like employees <laughs> like in the back like we'll just bottle this for us you know like but this is fantastic this is living up to the excitement that i hoped it would live up to yeah um, i mean it's every... we could have ended on this yeah we could have and I would have been totally happy with that. Yeah. No, but we have we have a handful have to try. More. We have two more. Two more. You're right. Really good. We'll skip the 11 year uh, yeah. smooth ambler because it's very similar to the 10 year. Um, so yeah. no no big deal there. Um, yeah. So we have uh, a couple more, but yeah, this E H uh, e. Taylor is is top I notch. I don't want to finish this last sip, but I need to finish it so that we can move on to the one I'm excited about trying, and we'll try our stag. Yeah. After that. Well, one of my favorite things to do too. Is um, especially with the higher proofs of things, is I'll have um, a bottle of water, cold water, or mm-hmm. a glass of ice water next to it, and I'll I'll take a sip of the bourbon. I I don't like to, you know, so many people dilute the bourbon by putting drops in. Yeah, I don't like to do that. I have done it before, but I prefer to take the bourbon by itself, <clears throat> and then I'd take a small sip of water right after it, right, and kind of it just opens up those flavors that are right. lingering in your mouth. Um. The best glass I've ever done that with was the William Larue Weller mm-hmm. seven. It was a it was the 2015 release. It was a 70 percent Weller. Wow, um, fantastic! Um, and to take a little sip of water after you take a <clears throat> sip of that was just all those flavors opened up and just is awesome. Thank you for bringing this. This was incredible. Of course, it's going to go on it. the bourbon hunting list over there. Um, yeah, good luck. I know. <laughs> um, I'm just I'm happy for a small batch like you know yeah of course what I can do um, I kind of wish I wouldn't have just like gag I don't know what I did but that was still really good yeah. like this uh this two ounce sample that I poured to bring here is the most I've poured out of that bottle well I, I appreciate it. I uh, so, feel very special yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be on the shelf for a long time all right let's move on we've got two more that we're gonna try. Um, all right, so this one I'm very excited about. Yeah, it's very different. Um, I'm, which, I'm letting you just take the yeah, lead on I'll, this one. We'll talk about it um, because so, Texas. Sorry, yeah, I'm, I'm, no, I'm, no. Just, I'm so excited about it. <laughs> no problem. There was barrel proof E H Taylor, and then there was this one. Like when you called me, I was like, "We can do these two. I was like, "Yes, let's do them both." So yeah, so um, this is uh, Balcones. Okay, um, this is their True Blue Cast Strength. Um, this is uh, from Waco, Texas. It's um, distilled, bottled, packaged, sold, everything right there in Waco. Um, they had a really small distillery that they've been operating out of for the last uh, few years, and then they the, the brand kind of blew up, getting really popular across um, across Texas and beyond. Um, and they just, just last year completed a brand new large distillery right there in Waco. Um, How far... 
from Waco. How far are you from Waco? About two and a half hours. Okay. Yeah. Cause you're in Houston, right? I'm in Houston. Okay. Yeah. I'm on the, I'm on the, in the suburbs of Houston. And then, so about, I can get to Waco so in about like two, two and a half hours. Hunting, like you go there, like you get it stores. Yeah. Locally. You can find okay. it pretty easily across. And actually, okay. especially since they built the new distillery, their production has gone way up. Okay. And so you can find it a lot easier. Um, but Balcones is, um, awesome distillery. They're what they're known for is they use blue corn, uh, in their mash and actually the true blue and then what we have. And then the, and the younger version of it is called the baby blue. And those are both a hundred percent blue corn mash bill. So hundred percent corn. Um, and like when I hear blue corn, I'm thinking like the blue tortilla chips that I see. Like exactly. That. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and they and there's a name for like the specific strand of blue corn. I I don't know the name. I I read it once and and it it went it came right. and went out. But so they are a hundred percent blue corn. Um, this true blue cast strength in, and the baby blue that they have. They also make a true blue hundred proof. Um, they're basically the same bourbon. Um, the baby blue. Um, they bottle them in the same barrels. They it's the same juice. I mean everything's the same. What they do is after a few months, start mm-hmm. they go and check the barrels to see what flavor profiles are going to start right. to come out. Um, and the baby blues are going to be more of that um, fruity, uh, flowery, sweet kind right. of flavor. Where they and with the true blue, they go for that you know that that um, um, caramel butterscotch. We're kind of associating oak. it with uh, Stag and Stag Junior. It's kind of uh, what I'm taking that. Do you use that? Yeah, maybe so. Okay. Um, but yeah, so the True Blue, um, it's non-age stated, but they, I actually was uh, messaging back and forth with uh, the distillery ambassador the other day because he's a part of my fancy. Facebook group. Um, and this is, uh, he said that there are, it is a straight whiskey, um, it aged at least three years. So um, they are this really good. Be, if you send me, if I. Uh, if we get some small batch going up, I might have you send me a bottle of this too. If okay, you, uh, I'm very excited to try this. This okay. is this is something different. And so this, and with it being 100% corn, even though it's not anything like Scotch, because Scotch is 100% malted barley, the way the roasted corn that they mm-hmm. use, that smoke and oak come out so much like a Scotch. And actually, one of the Balcones's most popular products is their single malt whiskey. That they make with uh, blue corn, or I'm sorry, not blue corn. They make yeah. with with malted barley, and and they actually in the name they spell whiskey with no e, right. like like a Scotch would, like a because, maker's mark. Kind yeah, of, maker's yeah, mark. Throw yeah, throwback to they kind of make they kind of feel like their product is is more to that. They paying homage to that style yeah. of whiskey. Yeah. Uh, the biggest difference with their single malt is that instead of using reused barrels, they use new charred oak barrels okay. for single malt Scotch single malt whiskey so it smells very buttery yes uh it's uh like i i smell like i'm going into a movie theater yeah and, and that buttered that buttery uh-huh. that buttered popcorn torti- buttered tortilla yeah. that's one of the and then uh talking to the distillery ambassador the other day that's one of the flavors they said they really go for yeah that buttered it's um, dark too like yeah it's very dark very dark um i don't think i mentioned this is a 65.7 abv 131.4 proof so this could possibly kill us <laughs> no it won't kill you um one thing i've noticed with this drinking it before is you're going to get a lot of that flavor and that oak and and that buttery flavor on the front end and the heat will come in 
towards the end, um, which the stag will be the exact opposite. Okay. But um, overall, like if I'm just going off nose, this is. I kind of feel bad saying this, but like this is the best nose we've had I, so far. I today. agree, hundred percent. Like, and I feel bad because like the Taylor nose was so good. Like that's right. like what Buffalo Trace smells like. like. Right. That is, if you were going to say what does Buffalo Trace smell like, I would give you a bottle of the Taylor or a bottle of Eagle Rare and be like, this is Buffalo Trace. Yeah. Like, you know, but this, this is I think. So good. And this is the one I was alluding to earlier that is my favorite bourbon to, to pair a cigar with. Because you get that yeah. that smoky, roasted corn. It's definitely got a very roastedness to yeah. it. Like it, I mean, it does. It tastes like a scotch. Um, but it doesn't have like a peaty taste to it. Like it's, it's good. Like yeah. It's, it's really good. Right. Um, it reminds me, you remember when you had uh, my American Whiskey? Whiskey, the Hartfield & Co., the last time you were yeah, up here. Yeah, yeah. It's very similar to that. Yeah. And I think, thinking about kind of that, I think a lot of smaller, more craft distilleries go for that taste because I think it's easier for them yeah. to, at the production level they're making, yeah. you know. Well, and it's single-grain whiskey. Right. Um, which makes quite a difference as well. Um, the second taste is much better. Um, you get more of that oakness, mm-hmm. um, caramely. Like this would be a dessert whiskey. Like I'd be wanting to drink this after eating a big old. I call it my Ron Swanson steak. <laughs> you know, you yeah. know, like you know what I mean. Like for sure, that. like uh, baked potato steak, like all the fixings, some veggies. Not many veggies because veggies are for rabbits. I hear you know. Yeah, you know? but uh, or the birds. Yeah. Um, but it's just, it's smooth. Like it's, yeah, but it is every bit of 131 right. oh, proof yeah. as well. Like, I mean, it's, it's warm in my, yeah. you know, and I think it's not quite as overwhelming as it usually is because we've had a variety right. of high proof right. whiskeys today. Um, I think if we would have went with that first, it would be which like, was our plan originally, like we were going to go stag junior then yeah. this, like, right. I think we'd be dying. Like, <laughs> yeah. I, I really do. But I think our palates have kind of warmed up to this, um, this is really good. Yeah. Tell them to start shipping to St. Louis. Just for me. <laughs> um, I know. I think they ship out of state. Do they? Because um, I know other places have had it. I'm not sure Okay. Um, what their what their distribution looks like um, at this moment. but It's definitely got a – the more I smell it, it's got a very corn-type, ethanol-y kind of smell yeah. to it. Which, but it's not like – I've had some whiskeys that it's like – this smells like pure rubbing alcohol. <laughs> right. But this doesn't smell like pure no. rubbing alcohol. And and I'm so glad um, that I read the message from from the guy that works there. He said that they look for that buttered, right. that tortilla, buttered uh, popcorn kind of flavor and nose. And now that I know that's what they're going for, I see that and taste that so prevalently in the in the in the bourbon itself. And I've had this bottle for over a year as well. And um, I, I know more about it now right. in the last few days than I I did. It's almost got a cinnamon kind of yeah. taste at the end of it. Like, yeah. And I kind of like. It feels like I've eaten a piece of big red bubble gum. Yeah. You know, like. And actually, that's <clears> also <throat> one of the flavor yeah, notes like, I go for. Like mid tongue kind of section, like it's got that tingleness yep. to it. Um, I'm picking that up as well. I'm very happy that you brought this. Like this is fantastic. Um, 
I'm going to have to make a trip to Texas. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. All right. So this is our last one that we're trying. I'm feeling it. Uh, this is a brand new open. Like, you just brought this to me today. Yep. Stag Jr. Yep. Alex is very upset. Lucas is very upset that they had, they had to be at work. As teachers, we get this time off. Yeah, it's great. Break and, yeah. So. All right. Here's my... Oh. Ooh, that's got a very strong. Yeah, and and stag is going to be. Um, it's so much flavor and such a good whiskey, but it the the burn when you sip it, it'll yeah. be overwhelmingly hot on the front, and that metal that'll quickly fade, and you'll just have this burst of of flavor. I'm interested to get your comparison of this to because you've had stag regular stag. No, I haven't. Oh, you haven't. I okay. haven't. I'm only the only B tank I've had is the Weller. Okay. Um, I'd be interested when you've had the right your stag when you've bribed your friend into letting well, you try it. Hopefully that day. Yeah. When I try, I'll take my bottle of Stag Junior Perfect. and we'll go side Let by side. Know. Let me know because I'm interested. I want to know like how much of a difference it is because this is half of a stag, right? Because stag's normally fifteen to. 18 years. 18 years. I think this year's 17 years. So, like that. um, This is the batch eight. Right. Uh, It's 129.5 proof. Uh, No age statement. Um, No, no age statement. What I found online is most of them are seven to nine years. And that, again, that's kind of home row for Buffalo Trace. Most of their products are going to be in that seven to nine year if they're not age stated. You need to go to Buffalo Trace. I do. Uh, Actually, my wife and I are. Yeah. This summer, uh, uh, our, January, our, um, our anniversary's in, in June. We're coming up uh, to visit family for the yeah. summer. Again, my wife and I are both teachers, so we have time off. Yeah. We're going to come up and spend a few weeks here in St. Louis area in, over the summer, and our plan is to do a, a late anniversary trip. We're going to go to That'll Louisville for a couple of days and then hit all the distilleries. Oh, my goodness. It's, uh, and it is two or three amazing. days. So... so- it's dark. Like I mean, like it's not dark as the what we just had, but it's definitely the darker end of the spectrum. That for we sure, had. for sure. Um, I think Stag Junior is just one of those ones that if you are into bourbon, you have to have a bottle of it. Like absolutely, Stag or Blanton's. Like I feel like those are like when you've actually really dived into yeah, bourbon. for sure. Um, I had a Blanton's before I had a Stag. Mm-hmm. Um, my blends is long gone because it's fantastic. Oh, yeah. But I, in my opinion, and I, I love high-proof right. bourbon. And so my opinion, I would I would keep a stag on my shelf more than I would keep a Blanton's on my shelf. Um, yeah. And the fact that it's easier to find right now because Blanton's has gone crazy, uh, difficult to find. So. Unfortunately, Blanton's is easier to find up here than it is stag. Because really? I don't think people here in St. Louis understand what Blanton's is. Yeah. I, I think the price of Blanton's scares them away. Yeah. But I found it for 65 bucks. I mean, like, I'm okay paying 65 bucks yeah. for Blanton's. You know, yeah. like, if I smell this, though, like, so getting back to the stag. Yeah. It smells like a Buffalo Trace product. I mean, it, that's because like, it is. Well, <laughs> yes, it is Nashville right. one as well, right. but like same mash as the E. H. Taylors or, if I or go Eagle over Rare. There, I've got a bottle of stag, or I've, 
don't have a bottle of stag. Otherwise, I'd bust it out for you because, like, I'd share it with you. <laughs> yeah. Um, I have a bottle of Buffalo Trace. Like, if I was to put these next to each other, they have that same smell. It smells right. like Warehouse C. If you, when you go there, you'll get to see Warehouse yeah, C. That's great. Like, there's just this smell, and it just ingrains in your head. Like, this is bourbon. Yeah, and actually, I've never done a stag and eh taylor side by side right. with the barrel proof and stag junior i have both bottles at home so i don't know why i haven't done that um well, but i get a lot it. now that we just had the eh taylor a minute ago i get a lot of the same nose right um and i really i wish i would have done some more research um before the show here right what the real difference is between a, an eh taylor and a stag so eh taylors are Bottled and bond, I'm pretty sure. All well, not the barrel proof. Well, I guess that's true, yeah. Yes, they're normal. They're single barrel. They're right. small batch. Those are bottled and bond. The barrel proof, obviously, is not right, bottled and bond. Right, because it's over 100 proof. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So um, I'm curious as to, because they're the same mash bill, um, I'm curious as to what goes into the different hmm. bottlings and the, the flavor profiles they're looking for and what causes that. When you go... Hopefully you get on a tour with Freddie Johnson. Like, okay, I've talked about him before in the past. Yeah, I've like, heard you talk about him before. He is bourbon god. Okay, like I mean, like I, I can't brag on him enough. Um, <clears throat> he is just the wealth of knowledge, just amazing. That's cool. So, have you taken a sip of this? I yet? have not. I've okay. just continued snow. I'm so giddy. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, <clears throat> I've waited. I, I, keep coughing like that's the one problem with higher proofs like you just they get here and but uh oh that's good definitely take like you can smell the heat um does that make sense like yeah i'm so excited it's not it's not five and a half months for this yeah it's not a harsh smell it doesn't burn your nose um like some higher proofs can but you can definitely smell the the heat to it it doesn't have a heat I don't know if that's because we're 100. And, it, it is. Yeah. It's absolutely because I'm of that. looking forward to trying this tomorrow yeah. you know, when I haven't had. Because of my – my, and I noticed that. I took my first sip as well. I noticed um, the, the, one of the things I love about Stag Jr. is you take that first sip. There's a, there's a heat that just overwhelms your mouth yeah. um, and then quickly vanishes, and you just get great flavor. Right. I didn't get that this time because we've had so much high proof right. bourbon today. Um, so yeah, you need to you'll need to revisit this one Definitely. on your own when you have a, a clean palate. I'm sure when Alex and Lucas get back, yeah. they're going to make me pour them. Some yeah, Stag of, Jr. Of, of course they will. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I do. Yeah, you definitely need to re- revisit it when you have a, a clean palate. But um, it's really good, though. It is. It's it kind of fills the whole mouth. Exactly. Like it, it, yeah. It's goes from sweet to heat to oaky to just like it flows everywhere. Like if I was going to tell somebody like you need to try bourbon. This is what bourbon is. I think I'd pour them this. Like if they're like yeah. I've never had bourbon. What would you say bourbon is? Stag Junior's bourbon. Yeah. And you I, might, you might, might want to put a few drops of water into it yeah. for them, but because it might scare them away. But I think I, I think I'd go with this and then jump down to my four rows of small batch, you know, like yeah, kind of make them a whole flight. But like this is bourbon, yeah. And we didn't get into it today, but I and I well I did mention 
I like the Wellers, mm-hmm. but I love weeded bourbon. Oh yeah. And so, um, that's another thing that Buffalo Trace does amazingly well. It well, just means you have to come back up and we'll have you on again. Yeah. We'll do I mean, a, we'll more do a, show topics. Yeah, you know? exactly. There's so many different different things in the bourbon world or mm-hmm. in the whiskey world that we could cover. Um, this is not something I'd want to pair with any food again. Yeah, I agree. And It and, would overpower the food. Yeah, and I think that's probably a standard we could go right. with for, for a – a cast strength, uncut, right. unfiltered bourbon. You probably don't want to pair it with no. food. Um, maybe pair it with a cigar if that's mm-hmm. your thing, if you enjoy that. Oh, yeah. Um, but not with food. How blasphemous or would it be if I mix this? Like, what would you, what is your reading on the. Okay, from your face right now, I'm seeing that's a big no. So okay, so we're moving on. Um, I mean, do what you. I, I'm a big. I'm a big. Uh, I'm a a big supporter of of drinking right. the way you want to drink. Right. Um, everybody enjoys their whiskey different ways. Right. Um, I mean, if you mixed a BTAC or a Pappy, I would slap you. I, I, but I know I, mean, I know the rules on that. Like I know the yeah. like I would. I've talked to Alex about that, and I would punch him in the face if he ever did that. I, yeah. I talked to Lucas about that. And- um, Stag Jr. is very close to that level of, right. if you mix this, you are making a big mistake. Right. But, I mean, I would love it. to try it. Like, mix it. Yeah. I mean, like, take you know, take mm-hmm. an ounce or an ounce and a half, two ounces, whatever you want it, and, right. and make a great cocktail with it. Because... Good good whiskey is going to make good cocktails. Right. Great whiskey is going to make great cocktails. So, right. um, yeah, enjoy it the way you want to like enjoy it. it but. I feel like it's like the Granddad 114. Like, it will stand out no matter what you put into it. Absolutely, yeah. Um, I don't think I'm going to do it. But, yeah. like, I just – I like, I'm thinking, like, old-fashioned. Like, what I like in old-fashioned, I like either a bourbon that's going to stand out or a bourbon that blends so well. Right. Like, I'd just be interested – to see kind of how that goes. Yeah. And um, now that you say that, and I think about it, I, w- I kind of wish, I think I, I think it would be worth trying to mix, make a good cocktail with yeah. a Stag Junior or any of these other, you know, e- even an E.S. Taylor Barrel yeah. Proof. Make Ooh, a good. I don't know make, about that. <laughs> well, do it one time, right. see what it's like. But I probably won't because I only have about a quarter of the bottle left well, with my Stag Junior. Yeah, so don't do it with that. Maybe in the future I buy another yeah. bottle of Stag Junior. Because I know like bartenders and all that, like with the Maker's Mark cast strength, yeah. they wanted something. That's the reason they have the cast strength is because they wanted something they could put into a mixed drink, an old-fashioned, a Manhattan, you know, something like that, yeah. that will actually stand out. And that's why they created the cast strength for the Maker's Mark, which I was going to get a bottle, but... I found some other stuff. I found a you know a old Forester Prohibition which, 120, which I've been telling you for a long time yeah, you need to buy. I, I, I just bought another bottle of myself uh, and then a last High month. West uh, American Prairie Bourbon, which right. is fantastic. Yeah, it's very like, good. It's and, so good and very good on the budget as well. Yeah, for a high wife, rest product. My wife, who's not, I mean, she's a bourbon fan. She likes it, but she doesn't like the high proof or anything. Yeah. Like, she's like, this is smooth and like it's good. It's yeah. uh, good blended. So, whew, that was a kick to the chops right there. Yeah. That was good, though. It is very good. It is a fantastic show. Um, thank you for bringing all your bourbons up. Um, yeah, I was, I'm was. i happy to do it. I, I love um, 
love the premise of this and right. being able to sit down and talk with a good friend about things I enjoy, right. bourbon being right. that uh, today. Um, we'll and, definitely have you back on. Um, we're getting our capabilities. This is exciting. We're getting capabilities now to where we can have guests on, where you don't have to be actually here in St. Louis. So, so like a phone, can, phone yeah, in. Yeah, phone in. Yeah, that'd be great. Um, I've got, I've made a lot of friends on Instagram, and I want to have them on. Yeah. And so this Christmas, to be able, I thought, if yeah. we can maybe get uh, John and Zeke on at oh, one that'd point, be awesome. that'd be great. That'd be awesome. we, we both have interacted uh, with John and Zeke from of Dad's awesome Drinking Bourbon quite a bit. He's on. Have yeah. you listened? Their I stuff have, is yeah. so good. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, and, and that would work perfectly for me because we were driving to your house today, mm-hmm. and I, I love my wife, and she's amazing. And yeah. She was like, uh, this is not going to be something you're able to do every time we're in town. I was like, oh. But you're not it? in town that often. I know. So, so we'll just come uh, to Texas. Yeah, exactly. Fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we always end our shows – Nate, with a pick of the week. And I, I hope I'm not surprising you. I tried to tell you a little bit earlier. Um, pick of the week, we always say, is something doesn't have to be bourbon related, doesn't have to be barbecue, just something we're excited about this week. Because, mm-hmm. like, there's just so much to be excited about. Mm-hmm. For me, for my pick of the week, and this is a shocker. Alex is going to be shocked. Luke's is going to be shocked. I actually picked a pick of the week and am staying with it. Normally, I change it like 10 minutes before we yeah, get they, to the pick of the week. So like, they, they, I've heard them say that. They before. give me such crap about it yeah. because I'm just so excited about everything. This week, brown sugared, uh, bacon, bourbon, candied bacon. I don't even know how to say it. Like yeah. it's just it's so good. We made it for Christmas. Um, so you 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 use the brown sugar and bourbon to yep. candy bacon. Yes. Okay. I did a Evan Williams bottle and bond. You know okay. the one that you were talking about a little bit earlier. That's not. You didn't like it neat, but it, it's so good paired yeah. with other things. And and really with that, and I I don't want to you know. Give that one a bad name. It is a great product, right? For what you're paying for it. Oh yeah, and so I don't um, think you can get a bottle and bond that cheap. Oh, nothing. I don't. No. I've never seen anything else that is that cheap for bottle and bond. Right. So, right. So, um, what is your pick of the week? What would you say? Well, I'm going to get into that in a second, but we're going to have to pause because okay. I need to get my phone for my son upstairs. Sounds good. Because I have some information about it. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break real yeah. quick because we have kids upstairs and, you know, so we'll be right back for your pick of the week. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. If you're interested in seeing what beer, bourbon, and barbecue was up to before we started a podcast, you can see all the exciting adventures on Instagram at beer underscore bourbon underscore BBQ. Make sure you subscribe to stay up to date on the show and our adventures outside of podcasting. Be sure to check out our cool shirts and stickers available on our website, shopbeerbourbonbbq.com. All right, we're back. After a quick break, normally I'm going to give you crap because that's an Alex move right there. Um, Alex is always like, guys, I got to stop real quick. Like, <laughs> and, and like, we've got like 10 minutes left of the podcast, you know, so I'm going to give you some crap. That's but- okay. I will not give you as much crap as I give Alex because you brought fantastic bourbons for us to try, and I can't thank you enough. So, pick of the week, go. All right, so my pick of the week um, is um, something that's uh, very uh, essential to my bourbon journey, um, and it's going to be the Houston Bourbon Society. Um, it's a Facebook group right. that I belong to in Houston. I'm jealous of that, by the way. Yeah, Um 
It's a pretty incredible group. Um, so I have some stats on it. It um, started December 4th of 2015. Um, and shout out to Christopher Hart and Matt Phillips, two of the main admins on the group. Um, Christopher Hart, I've gotten to meet and I've interacted with him quite a bit. Awesome guy. Um, just amazing whiskey knowledge. Does a lot, a lot, a lot for the city of Houston when it comes to bourbon and whiskey and, and different things um, in that uh, in that. The hobby. capacity, yeah, yeah, the capacity yeah. of whiskey. Yeah. So, um, so cool, cool fact. Um, so it started in 2015, December 2015. So we're just just over two years old. Uh, Houston, uh, Houston Bourbon Society is just over two years old. It's grown to 2,400 plus That's members. Crazy. Um, it is crazy. It's actually it's the, the largest local Facebook group in the state of Texas, and it's the second largest local Facebook group in the nation. So I listen to Bourbon Pursuit, which is another podcast, which yeah. is fantastic. And Kenny, the main host, was actually talking about your all's Facebook group and yeah. how big it is and yeah. all that kind of stuff. It's getting to be pretty well known. Yeah. Um, they've done, so far to date, we've done 11 barrel picks for the Houston Bourbon That's Society. Awesome. And there's 15 planned for the year of 2018. There's have you 15 gotten barrel one picks. of those? Uh, I have not. Okay. I've tried a couple of them. I have not been able to been lucky enough because obviously, you know, 2,400 oh, yeah. members oh, in a yeah. group. A barrel produces 160 to 220 yeah. bottles at best, and so not everybody's getting right. Right. Um, you guys need to do multiple barrel picks. Right. Exactly. And actually, just just this um, this this winter season, we've seen four or five of them come out. They did a Copper and Kings brandy okay. brandy barrel pick. Um, we have some 19 or 1792 picks coming out. There's a Russell's Reserve pick that just Ooh, came out. That'd be really good. Yeah. So um, and then I know in the future there's there's 15 barrel picks scheduled for them to do in the right. next year. So um, really this group, um, it's a fantastic group of guys. The main guys, obviously there's 2,400 members. So there's a lot of people, right. but you have your, your main guys that are interacting on the, on the side every day and um, really nice, really awesome people that are just so encouraging and, and helping people start their journey into bourbon. And um, that's really where I learned so much um, so much of what I know from bourbon is because of these guys in this group, um, and and the bottle shares that I've been to, and the and the different events that they ha- they host, and yeah, uh, it's been pretty awesome. Uh, and I think that's them. so cool to be part of a group like that. Yeah. Like I, I'm part of some secondary groups and things like that. Yeah, and people just give such crap to people. Oh like, yeah, it's terrible. You ask a dumb question like it's somebody starting in bourbon. Like you can yeah. tell people are like, well, why don't you know that? Like I mean, it's like. Yeah, Dude, and the, and there's not, some, and, yeah. and there's some ribbing and and right. some jabs that guys will right. take, but it's all in fun and right. and and they'll look be quick to come back and explain right. or help out. And I'm in another group. I'll shout out as well. Um, uh, uh, Bourbon Hounds of Houston as mm-hmm. as another group. Yeah. It's kind of a, a a sister group. It's split off. It's much it's much smaller right yeah. now. But um, <clears throat> one of the admins on that group is a, a friend of mine. Is a store owner in Houston. Um, uh, Blind Pig Liquors in Houston and Cypress, okay. Texas is uh, it's a great store. It's where I got my my E.H. Taylor Barrel Proof. Um, so that's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So Nate, we always like to end our shows like, how can people connect with you? Like, I think you have such a great knowledge of bourbon. I know you don't consider yourself <laughs> the expert, but I'm you're a, our expert. I am a student of yeah. of bourbon. So I, Nate, what's your Instagram handle? Like, my Instagram handle where I where I post. Um, where I do anything bourbon related, sometimes beer, um, I post is at at all 
underscore about underscore bourbon. So all about bourbon is my Instagram page. Actually, this week, two days ago, mm-hmm. before I came, I hit I hit a thousand followers. That's so cool! That isn't was a it? cool milestone for yeah. me. I was really that was my goal to get to a thousand before the end of the year. Yeah. And so um, I know I'm a yeah. little bit behind you still. With yeah, the- uh, only seventy nine. <laughs> I just checked today. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So it's um, so cool to break that thousand. Mark. Yeah, like it it's is. just it's so cool. Um, I know you and I both appreciate everybody that follows. Of us. course, um, yeah. I know, like for me, I'm not posting the most awesome bottles and all that kind of stuff, but we're posting what we like. We're right. posting what we enjoy. Um, right. I know the community has been awesome to you. I'm so proud of being part of this community and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, um, and that's and that's the goal. And I think everybody in in in, you know, in our shoes in the bourbon community is the goal is to is spread the knowledge, yeah. spread the wealth. You know, I have a host of friends who are into bourbon in Houston now because yeah. I showed them a bottle or whatever it is, and, and they come over and we try things, or I go there and they, we try things. Please and, stop doing that. You're making the bourbon market <laughs> harder for us to buy stuff. But, uh, you know, I love sharing that. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. So if you want to connect with us at Beer Bourbon Barbecue, you can email us at hello at shopbeerbourbonbarbecue.com. Um, we have a website, www.shopbeerbourbonbarbecue.com. We've got some awesome shirts up there. We'd love for you to check them out. Um, I know we're hopefully going to get New Year's certain. My goal is to get some new shirts up there and all that kind of stuff. Um, you can follow me, Kevin, at shop – or I'm sorry, not at shop – at beerbourbonbarbecue.com, um, underscore in between all that. If you find Beer Bourbon Barbecue, it will come up. Um, but, yeah, Nate – Thanks for coming. Thanks for bringing a whole lot of amazing samples. Um, uh, thanks for having me. I'm uh, happy you'll to bring and share. Be on again. Yeah. We're gonna have you on again. You'll. We'll probably have Ho- you start. Hopefully, first. in the future, we can have Alex and, and yeah. Lucas here as well. They were. I can tell you, I've been texting them actually for a few minutes, and they're extremely disappointed they yeah. missed out. And yeah. you know what? I am not one bit upset that they missed out because it meant more good birth. <laughs> so. Nate, thanks for bringing your samples. Thanks for of coming course, up. Thanks for course. sharing your knowledge. Um, you know, I, I can't thank you enough. You've helped me out so much uh, picking bottles and all that. And I appreciate our friendship and all that kind of stuff. So thanks for coming. Thanks for – especially thanks to Lindsay for letting you come on exactly, the show. Exactly, yes. I think yes. our wives, we – I always forget to thank my wife. But, I mean, she lets me do so much of this, you know, like all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, when when yeah. I first started out on this bourbon journey, uh, yeah. my wife Lindsay was had no idea what it was going to oh, turn yeah. into, and she's yeah. been uh, a saint through it all yeah. to allow me to to <laughs> spend our hard earned money on yeah. this brown liquid that we love. Oh, it's so good! So it's so good. So, Nate, thanks again for of coming. Course, of um, course, we'll hear this in the New Year's and all that. So. Happy New Year's to you, my friend. You as well. Good and luck every, bourbon I, hunting. Of uh, course, yeah. It's a little that. easier in Texas, so I hear. So yeah. jealous. So <laughs> jealous. So we're going to sign off there. So I'm going to you know, wish everybody a happy New Year's. You'll hear this all in the New Year's. Hopefully make you some good resolutions. You know, Everybody makes the gym resolution, but mm. bourbon's so much better than the gym. Drink so. more bourbon. That's, yeah, that's, that's it. That's, that's a it. great resolution. Find a good bourbon. Yeah. So. Uh, Don't forget to say sauced on beer, bourbon barbecue. Have a great New Year's, everybody. Pour a glass of wine, then spill and drink some. You and me, last of our kind. Oh, it's got me thinking I would do anything for you. Yeah, you got me telling secrets that.
Yeah. 